Hi listeners, welcome to another footnote episode of the Fancy Animation Podcast with me, Chris Holliday. And me, Alex Sargent. So we are still joined by our special guest, Chris McKenna, who um, is Associate Head of Creative Operations at the Moving Picture Company. Um, we thought we'd keep him in a room because it's a nice sunny day outside and this is what we do, Alex. Um, but part of the reason we wanted to, to keep Chris um, on the podcast to, to talk a little bit about um, something that we've had as a request from uh, a listener uh, called David who asked about colour blindness. So he got in touch via the website and asked about colour blindness in relation to, to visual effects. And he says, I'm colour blind and, and often mixes up colours. And he asked specifically, can I be a lighting artist? Uh, and if not, what is the best avenue for me in the animation or VFX industry? So he thought um, this would be a good opportunity to talk about some of those issues, perhaps related to the industry with, with you, Chris. So um, yeah, we'll start the start the, the 10 minute timer. So yeah, as I said, someone's got in touch asking about the industry in relation to color blindness. Um, so it'd be interesting to get your, I guess, your thoughts on, on that as a particular topic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think it's something that um, you shouldn't you shouldn't be thinking. Can I do this? Because it, the industry should be able to give you that opportunity at least, right? So something that we put in place just to give you some ideas is that you know changing colours or monitors. Um, forgive me because I don't know the whole uh, medical term of mm -hmm. the side of things, but we can always adapt. Um, we've had colourblind people that work in the industry within our studio in London as well, so it's something that is possible, and I don't think that you should think, what else can I be? It should be, um, you should be looking at the studios that can help you with that effectively, and it's something that we do, and I think every studio should do mm. as well. So kind of put measures in place sort of within the infrastructure of a studio to allow, you know, because I suppose this falls under broader questions of diversity and inclusion. Of course it does, yeah. but, um, and this is something that we're interested in, um, in, 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 the, in the broadest sense, kind of thinking about, even, you know, thinking about animation and fantasy in relation to, say, neurodiversity. And, and so I think from an industry perspective, I think I imagine a lot of people ask about, the things that they can can do, and, and and David asked specifically about a lighting artist. So actually, I'm not too sure about what a lighting artist is, and and how that because obviously there's a different stages, and we talked in our in our episode on Dumbo about the different elements to to um, animation as a very broad term that encompasses quite a lot of things. Um, so what what is a light lighting artist? Yeah, no, no, no that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, when we're talking about lighting, predominantly we're talking about uh, shade as well, right? Like light and shade is mm -hmm. not necessarily colour-based. Of course, that is part of it as well. But, um, sorry, it was David, wasn't yes. it? Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so David, you should definitely uh, talk to us. Like, the, the, you know, don't feel like you can't approach us and talk to us about the situation. As I say, we've had people in this situation before. I think there's a bit of a misconception that, uh, you just can't do something because of this reason, mm. but that's not true. Like um, we will always hire the best people for the job, whether you need extra support in terms of that or anything like that. We will support it as much as possible. Mm. So, and on that broader issue of of you know diversity, inclusion, mm -hmm. um, things like that. I mean, I, I you know I, I think that can be a misconception, right? Uh, in that there's this sense that you know this you know there's been some relatively you know some bad headlines about the broader film and and media industry over the last decade or so that create a certain 
image, but from you know from Chris and I's experience of talking to studios like yourselves, that doesn't necessarily map out to the reality. They are very committed to this kind of thing. So could you you know what sort of um, projects or structures do you have in place to kind of yeah uh, you know? yeah I agree. I th- I mean media's media and um, <laughs> like That's why this we study it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I think I mean this is why this is so important as well, right? As a podcast to try and branch out mm-hmm. like drop the middleman almost um i mean i don't know how you're going to edit it maybe <laughs> but what i'm saying that's how much rupert murdoch pays me <laughs> <laughs> yeah right <laughs> but um I mean, that's exactly it i mean it goes back to what i said before come and talk to us like we have things in place to to support that situation so um that, and there's uh, other things as well you know what sort of things then just um if like, what sort of what do you have in place to kind of help um, well, well, that's the thing. I mean, we have, for example, we have mental health first aiders, which I know a lot of industries have right now as well. But we're, we're very proud on that. We have loads. <laughs> we have quite a few to uh, to be in that sport. Our HR um, department is is very good and uh, are growing as well and looking after people. And I think, you know, our focus, again, is on the artist. It's uh, We know we have to deliver projects. We're a vendor. We deliver things. But if you've got a particular issue that you're worried about then you're probably worrying about it too much like (laughs) come and talk to us because there's ways that we can uh, get you into the industry and if you could do the work we want you (laughs) so so i guess the broader question for david but for anyone who's interested in this in this line of work is how does one show that you're capable of doing the work what should they be you know what should be doing to kind of stand out in the you know what i'm assuming it's quite a competitive uh yeah it's very competitive yeah for sure and obviously show rules are the first point of call when it comes to uh, applying for a studio but don't underestimate getting on linkedin and connecting and reaching out to people being part of the community yeah um show reels for me i mean i've seen hundreds in my time <laughs> and uh, also you know there's lots of different opinions of what show reels should include i like music which is controversial <laughs> there um, you go <laughs> but um i you know it adds to it if you ask me <laughs> i mean we see so many and yeah. yes i do watch it with music um but you know it's not the be all and end all it's about what the work is it's about your techniques it's about the quality that you produce and also it's the interview it's about can you work as part of a team can you communicate it's not the show reel is just part of getting an interview the interview is when you learn if you want if you're happy to work with the team also if we're happy to work with the team it's a communal understanding of each other basically and i think that's why an interview is so important the show is just a way in how much technical skills would um people be expected well, yeah so i was thinking about kind of like the training before you know because i a lot of our a lot of our students i don't i wouldn't say we teach yeah kind of so, the practical yeah. side and i know that so, your institution does yeah chris at king's yours is mainly theoretical yeah. ours, ours is a little bit of both depending on which degree you're on but we do have a very practical at portsmouth yeah um, and yet m- my students um some of past and present um some of which we should hopefully be listening and some some <laughs> of us are helpful in setting up conversations like this one um, <laughs> perfect but uh going go into go into the industry and i'm sort of amazed by the steps that they took not because i well not for an, for no other reason other than I, I don't know what the steps are and probably couldn't repeat them back but it seems like uh, it, London especially, you know, there's lots of places in, in London to work, but a lot of students go into work in certain kinds of industries where I think, ah, this is... And we get them back to talk to, to our current students about kind of career opportunities and things like this. Um, and I know that you're obviously involved in outreach and, and things like this, but, um, yeah, 
It seems what should they be doing? Yeah, what should they, what should students be doing, or could yeah, they be doing? Or that, yeah, that's a, that's a, obviously a big question. Mm-hmm. I, I think we've got four minutes. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> try my best. <laughs> um, I talk very quickly. Um, <laughs> so I think the important thing, which is what I so I do quite a lot of university talks and outreach, etc. I think the important thing for students to remember is that you're not going to know everything. You're going to come into an industry that is full of all those names that are scrolling on credits in the films, and even the supervisors that you're presenting your work to, they're not going to know exactly how you've done it. Particularly if you're looking in the animation world, it's all about performance, right? It's about creativity and and how you uh, present your work, of course, as well. But the main piece of advice I can give is uh, don't worry that you don't know everything. I think a lot of people come into the industry panicking and worrying and maybe don't get into the industry because they are unsure about knowing a particular skill or knowing something. Just just do it. It's creativity. It's paint your picture, mm. sing your song, do the animation, come in, present it, and if it works, it works. You know, I think that's the important thing. It's about an outlet of your of your creativity. And mm. I think you should just dive into that and do what you need to do. And presumably the companies like MPC have a lot of different when, when we say uh, an, an animation or VFX studio, there's lots of arms and elements to this, yeah. whether it's lighting or whether it's something. Yeah. So it seems like, you know, the, there, are, there, are, there are jobs for, I don't know, people that have a background in illustration. or have, yeah. I mean, I, I genuinely don't know the sort of different ways that people come to come to the industry from different kinds of backgrounds, I think, as certainly as animation moves moves through the university system in the UK and you have practice-based courses, you have kind of theory-based courses. It seems like people are coming from lots and lots of different... They know from lots of different places, mm-hmm. let's say. Um, and it seems like these companies, given the production pipelines that you've described, have so many different elements yeah. that... Not that there's something for everybody, but there's loads of different places for people. Exactly. Yeah, there's something that suits. And yeah. uh, particularly MPC, we have a massive training department. We have... Uh, in department trainers globally as well um, and uh, we have people that our onboarding system I think is uh, better than a lot of other studios as well mm. so we really support the artists it, it goes back to don't worry that you don't know everything because we're there to show you how to do the work obviously we expect you to be able to animate or tekanim or light or whatever okay. fundamentally the theory behind it yep but we will show you how to create the shots that we're looking for because that's how it needs to work, yeah. right? We're, we're a team at the end of the day and um, we're, we're always going to support those people that come in. Yeah. Graduate, do, do, are you, do you tend to hire university graduates? Do you sometimes hire non-university graduates? We will hire the people that demonstrate that they can do the work. It doesn't. It, uh, maybe that's against what you're trying no, to. No, advertise. no, it's not. Actually, uh, <laughs> the we have we have listeners right. from lots of different ages, and I suspect um, some are making that decision. No, I mean, right now, yeah, so. yeah, totally. It's Agreed. it's about being able to demonstrate that you can do the work, being open to working in a team. Just to throw a curveball, I didn't go to university, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I've done all right out of it. Yeah, no, like, people do. It's yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, so so it's just about demonstrating some level of. Um, proficiency with the, some of the technical skills, but it sounds like they can do that in lots of different yeah, ways. Yeah, exactly. There's technical, there's theory, and then also the teamwork aspect of it. We are okay. one big family, so um, yeah, be prepared to work in a family yeah, yeah. situation. Well, that's great, and, and hopefully that that kind of I know we, we took the, the the question of color blindness yeah. as sort of a launch pad, really, but it's good to know that that. Well, thank you for for sending yeah, the, the question in. Yeah, and thank, thank you for answering yeah, it yeah, as well. This, this David. Uh, yes. 
So thanks, yeah, thanks, David, for for sending that question in. Thank you for Chris for answering it as best yeah. as you can. It's a really interesting question, and I hope that that helps. Um, if you have a question and you want to submit it so for me, either me and Chris to answer, or more, or hopefully someone else to answer that, you, you know, can answer better. About, yes. Um, <laughs> then do email us at fan and in research f a n a n i m research at gmail dot com, and we'll be delighted to feature on a future footnote. Otherwise, yes. uh, thanks again to Chris, and thank you to Chris. Uh, I've been Alex and that's all our names so we'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye.